The conversations on this podcast are between the host and the guest and are not directed at any member of the general public. The information is for your listening pleasure, but is not offering you any personal advice. If you have heard something that you feel may be relevant to yourself, please visit your medical practitioner or mental health provider. Hello and welcome to Life Changes You. And uh, I guess today it is really about how life changes you because I've had a thyroid issue for the last, I think, 12 to 15 years, which I've never felt has actually resolved itself or got better, even though I've seen an endocrinologist and my GP. So I'm really, really excited to speak to Al Russ today, who is a number one bestseller of the Paleo Thyroid Solution and the Confident as Fuck book and regarded as a world-renowned thyroid expert. I'm going to give you all her socials and where you can connect with her afterwards. She also does have a podcast called The Al Rush Show. And this woman, look, I I say every time I come on a podcast, I never research because I want the story to unfold, but I just had to have a little look this morning. And Al, I mean, you've covered so many things in your life. It's amazing. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been, and you know what? It's been a lot of fun. I always say that, like literally, I mean, I, I want to live a really long life, but if I died tomorrow, I'd be so happy with the life I've already lived. And that's a lot more than I know people feel about their lives. And I want that for people too, right? Which is part of a lot of the work that I do. So um, thank you. It's been so much fun. And I think it's, if you look at that uh, all over the place, interesting resume, what you see is someone who followed their passions, right? And, you know, just in, in persevered despite uh, adversity. Yeah. I mean, look, you've covered so many things and, you know, I mean, just if you had just done the paleo thyroid solution, I mean, that's amazing because I know how hard it is when I first got sick, how hard it was to find books or information on thyroid disease and the amount of people that I get connecting with me going, oh, you know, I'm so fat and I can't lose weight and I'm taking this medication and nothing's working and I don't know, the doctor said maybe I should go on a dexamphetamine, that will make me feel better or, you know, and all these different concoctions. It happened to me too, by the way, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, it seems to be they just flood you with medication and think you're going to get better, whereas when I had fibro and everything else, I was on so many medications. In the end, I just quit them all because I thought, I'm just getting so many side effects from each medication I'm taking that I'm actually not getting better, I'm getting worse. I was bedridden, I couldn't get out of bed. Well, let me just uh, throw this out there. So the thyroid gland is always has been not because i say it it's because it is the master gland of the human body okay it is in production it is in charge of the production and regulation of all your sex hormones your body temperature your heart rate all of those things have everything to do with how our bodies work right we're we're human beings we're supposed to be roughly 98.6 degrees in the afternoon like you know and and a lizard has its own set of uh you know metabolic things uh, and whatever right so each each species is different we're we're human beings and this is where we're supposed to be temperature wise heart rate wise etc so let's say you have an overactive thyroid gland it's affecting your heart rate in a negative way meaning it's pumping it up making it really hot I meaning you could have a heart attack it's extremely yeah. dangerous to have high Perthyroidism, overactive, right? Now, if you have underactive, which is the most common, which is what you have, hypo, we're talking slow sluggish. That means heart rate drops. That means uh, temperature drops. That's why people are always cold. That's why you're fat. That's why you can't lose weight. And then the doctor, because they're uninformed and steeped in 40-year-old outdated protocols on how to treat people, they're dum-dums. You go to them. You think they've got an ND. 
Actually, I just want to say one thing right now. Endocrinologists are classically the worst doctors to go to, and yet everyone thinks they are the number one person to go to. They're the worst. Um, They're the most indoctrinated into the old ways of thinking. They do not understand all of the nuances. So you're, you're a patient, you go to someone who you think is an expert and they're actually giving you wrong medication. Now we talked before this and we can always follow up and share with your audience later, but you, you were talking to me about your thyroid issue. Most of the time what happens is there's, there's several mistakes that happen with thyroid. Number one, the doctor's not testing correctly. Okay. That's just the first part. They don't take the right amount of tests and the, and the right ones. The second one is even if they did take the right amount of tests, then they're not evaluating them correctly. Even if they did take the right test and they evaluated it correctly, now they could not be treating it correctly. So there are so many things that can happen along the way. You can have a doctor that gets most of it, like, oh, most of it, but ah, that last piece they screwed up, they missed that one. You know what I mean? And yeah. so so this is so this is you. Here's the thing. It's actually very easy. I want to tell everyone else. I know you said you struggled with thyroid issues for 12 years. It's a hard thing to hear, but here's the truth. The only reason anyone ever struggles for a long period of time with thyroid issues, including myself for seven years of my life, is A, you are dealing with uninformed doctors who have no idea how to help you. Number two, you're uninformed. And so you can't help your doctor help you. It's those two things. Now, I'm not trying to victim blame here, but the only thing that helped me and so my hypothyroidism was because I learned it myself. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. I did terribly in math and science in school. I had to, I had teachers that were like, you're going to grow up and have to sweep floors at an amusement park if you don't learn math and science. And I laugh now because I'm like, yeah, number one best-selling book in science. So here's the thing. You need to grasp it theoretically and understand it, okay? I have zero science brain, but I have a philosophical and I understand this. You can understand it on a theoretical level enough to grasp it in the ways that I have. But what I've done is I've got a free thyroid masterclass. It's a two-hour video of me explaining everything to you. Um, I've got a free thyroid guide that has all the list of tests that you take. Now, if this is going to be, I don't know if you want to do a hybrid discussion here. If this is going to be mostly thyroid, we can really get into that. I just want to touch to everyone right now listening. I'm going to list the six main tests that you would get to go, do I or do I not have something wrong with my thyroid? Okay. These are the, now there's lots of other tests related to this. These aren't the only six tests you would ever take to assess your health, but it is just like, do I have a thyroid problem? Okay. Now, if you are on thyroid hormone and you're listening, I want you to go back and look at, listen to your blood test because I'm going to guarantee you that your doctor, if you're not feeling good, your doctor has not taken a majority of these tests that I'm going to mention, okay? Or they've only taken two of them. All right. So here are the six main tests. And by the way, this is in my free thyroid guide that is in my masterclass. Everyone can just go to freethyroidmasterclass.com. You'll get a two-hour video of me, a free thyroid guide with these tests in there, what time of day to take them. How, what's, you know, how to get the blood draw, all sorts of resources, but I'm going to list them here. TSH, free T4, free T3. Then you're going to want to get reverse T3. Then you always want to rule out Hashimoto's, the autoimmune form of hypothyroidism, because there's some nuances and tweaks and things you can do. If you have Hashimoto's versus me, who does not have Hashimoto's, I just have hypothyroidism. Okay. So Hashimoto's is just the autoimmune form of hypothyroidism, and there are two antibody tests for that. Most doctors only test one. You have to test both because you could be positive for one and not the other or both, and you wouldn't know. So one is called TPO antibody. That stands for thyroid peroxidase antibody. And the second one is TG antibody. That stands for thyroglobulin antibody. All right. T4 
TSH, free T3, free T4, reverse T3, TPOAB, and TGAB. Now, I guarantee most people listening on thyroid hormone, and I guarantee you, if you're going to go, <laughs> yep, the host of this podcast, go look <laughs> go look at your stuff. And I mean, I'm telling you, we'll, maybe we'll follow up with the audience. I guarantee your doctors probably only tested TSH and or total T4 or free T4. They've only tested two of the things. If they've only tested those two things, that tells me that they're absolutely freaking clueless run educate them or run you'll never get better now go back because a lot of my success stories and i have a whole entire 30 hour course called the ultimate thyroid course on this but a lot of the success stories in there and one of them Kara Hahn, uh when, when we did this same conversation i said i i guarantee you your endocrinologist didn't take these tests we looked back over 10 years of thyroid tests from our endocrinologist 10 years only tested TSH and T4, didn't test the other tests that I mentioned, free T3, reverse T3. And she had Hashimoto's and never knew until that moment she finally got tested because the endocrinologist never tested it either. We have to have the knowledge. You have to get tested correctly. Most people aren't. Then starts the problem. You're not assessed correctly. And then the other problem is this, which is what your doctor did. Most endocrinologists will only take one thyroid hormone and that's their one size fits all for anyone that has a thyroid problem. But as you remember, they're not even taking the full comprehensive test. So they're not even evaluating properly. They know whether you even need it or not. There's people on thyroid hormone that don't even need to be on it. Okay. And then there's people who really need to be on it and aren't or are need to be on it and aren't enough or need to be on a different combination, a different selection of thyroid hormone replacement that endocrinologists cannot see because they are too steeped in 1973 outdated thyroid protocols because that's what they learn in medical school and they never learn anything more. Yeah. I mean, look, I know when I first got diagnosed, um, the dose went from 75 to 200 and then back to 150, then 125, then 150. And then they said, we think you're right there. But I never felt right there. You know, they well, said, right. And, and, and guess what? You didn't know because you didn't know. Well, what are, how are they telling me that it's right? They're looking at blood tests. They're ignoring your symptoms. But also, you don't know, because if I were to ask you, well, what tests did you look at and what were the levels? You would probably go, I don't know. They're my endocrinologist. I, I trusted them. That's the problem. So unfortunately, in this day and age with thyroid, you have to become your own a little bit expert, which is why I'm here to teach everyone and empower them so that you can work with your doctor to help them help you and help them practice practice medicine with you, which is the whole point. But they just don't know. So you stay sick. And the reason you've suffered for 12 years is, again, not your fault. I'm glad you found me. But it's usually until they found me, find me or a random doctor who's a functional medicine doctor who's out of pocket of insurance who understands this stuff. So the information's out there. All thyroid hormones, all thyroid problems are fixable. And again, one would say, well, I've been trying for 10 years. And I would say, unless you can tell me exactly what's going on in your body with your thyroid as a person that's suffering, then you have not done everything to help yourself because you have not educated yourself about the disease that you have to help your doctor help you. And actually, I actually dosed myself. I ordered my own thyroid hormones over the internet black market action and dosed myself twice in 10 years. I solved my own thyroid problems. Now I do have a doctor and a best-selling author. I'm sure most doctors would be like, all right, well, we'll practice medicine with her. But and now I don't need to get it off the internet. I solved it myself. If I was able to do that myself at home, be my own doctor and actually dose myself back to health, I can tell you right now, anyone else can do it. Not meaning go home and dose yourself. Okay. I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying yeah. anybody can learn this enough to understand how to do it. And listen, 
I had no choice. And I live in Los Angeles. I live in one of the best places for medicine in the world. I went to famous doctors. I spent thousands of dollars. You would think I went to doctors who were on Suzanne Summer hormone books and all sorts of celebrity books. I went, I paid $600 for an appointment once. That's just for the appointment. Uh, I, I mean, nobody helped me. It wasn't until I took my health into my own hands. So I learned it so you don't have to. You know what I mean? And that's why I do offer the free masterclass. And that's why, you know, even just go to the ultimate thyroid course, because on the page, the landing page of the course, there are audio testimonials. You might be able to fix your problem by just listening to free stuff I have on my website that's just there for you informationally. So um, listen, I, I take thyroid hormone every single day. I take the amounts and the combinations that are right for me. If a doctor, a standard doctor were to see my blood work right now, they would be like, whoa, 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 I don't know. Because they're not used to the combination of things that I'm on. They don't understand and know what I know. Um, And they should. They absolutely should. Now, here's the thing. What's great. There's lots of doctors that have been educated by me. There's doctors that have taken my course. Thank God. Please take my course if you're a doctor. And there are doctors that have written me and said, oh, my God, look, you know more than me, and I'm. Thank you so much. I've watched your videos a hundred times. God bless them. That's that's what we want. Yes, please admit and have the lack of ego to go. You know, maybe I didn't learn everything I needed to learn in medical school. Maybe my patients are continuing to complain, even though I keep giving them doses of levothyroxine. They keep upping it down. What's going on here? Maybe I should look into this. And so I love that. And so that is. Obviously, one of the missions of of my life is to get people educated, and particularly doctors, of course. And look, you're so right, because uh, some of the major things you see from people on the Facebook groups and stuff about thyroid issues, fibromyalgia, is they feel like they go to their doctor and their doctor doesn't understand them because the doctor hasn't been in their position or the doctor has probably seen 10 patients with fibro or you get the patients who, or the doctors who say, oh, it's actually a mental health issue and you know, I know when I first was sick and as you're talking, I'm thinking, well, yeah, because I got th- I got diagnosed with thyroid. Then I got diagnosed with celiac disease. And as I got diagnosed with then uh, chronic fatigue and then fibromyalgia, I sort of forgot about thyroid because I was worried about the other things that I was doing. And I they would came with- from it, likely. Yeah. And I was going with two A4 pages and I did find one good doctor who would go down the list and then write them out and say, okay, these eight things I can help you with. And after that, I did get slightly better, but I never went back for the thyroid, which I should have, because I sort of went, oh, okay, well, I just take this medication. And I just accepted what they told me. You've likely struggled because you are not on the right amount of medication, therefore didn't have the metabolism to not only burn fat, but also it leads to pain and joint pain and all sorts of stuff. I also had fibromyalgia for a bit. Your body, look, it is chronic fatigue. Hypothyroidism is chronic fatigue. You have brain fog, you're unmotivated, you have a general malaise, you're kind of depressed, and then you're mistreated on the kind of medication you're on, let's say, and then you go in and you're complaining and the doctor goes, oh, well, uh, you know, depression is a hypothyroidism symptom and you have hypothyroidism. So I guess we'll just give you Prozac. No, no dumb, dumb doctor, because you didn't know how to fix my thyroid problem. So because you didn't fix it, you're... it, when you are a doctor who knows how to treat a patient uh, uh, and correct their hypothyroidism, they don't have any symptoms of hypothyroidism. There is no depression. So the doctor gives that person Prozac. It lasts for three months. Then it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Then you think something's wrong with you. Then you got some story about you being mentally and all, but, but no, 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 you don't. Yeah, yeah. It's from the thyroid. I never had an anxiety attack in my life. I always used to think it was so strange to hear people talk about what it was like. 
until I had one. Yeah. Why did I have one? Now, I've never had them since, but I had them during the height of my serious hypothyroidism. It's because of the way it affects adrenals in your whole entire mm-hmm. system, your blood glucose, your cortisol, everything. So that's why, you, so now you go to the doctor and then they go, we'll just give you Xanax. And now you're suddenly having anxiety attacks. It's from the hypothyroidism, right? And now you're depressed and, oh, now I'm I, having miscarriages. And now I'm bleeding and, oh, it must be early menopause. No, no, no. It's the master gland, people. Like you have to. So what happens is, is the doctors, the, the most doctors are uninformed. Like literally, ninety-five percent of doctors and endocrinologists are uninformed. So then your thyroid's not right. So then another problem stems from the thyroid, and now you are treated like a freaking quilt, and you're like a patchwork operation. Where now they're like, well, here's some Prozac for that depression that shouldn't be there if I was treating you correctly with thyroid hormones because they have everything to do with neurotransmitters in the brain and happiness. And T3 equals happiness, the right amounts of T3, which is the biologically active thyroid hormone. So yeah, everybody with hypothyroidism gets depressed, general malaise, they get fat, they cold, all that stuff. So then let's say you're on some thyroid hormone and you feel a little bit better than you did before, but now you still can't lose the weight. And the doctor goes, well, it's not your thyroid work out more, eat less, or here, take some, you know, fentermine or whatever else. Now they're blowing out your adrenals with that. But then also it's really not going to help you lose the weight. You don't have the amount of T3, the biologically active thyroid hormone, which is the only fat burner really in our body to burn fat. Bodybuilders, people that do extreme stuff to, to expand on that point when they are getting ready for a show and they want to burn as much fat as possible they jam themselves with the bio, with thyroid hormone t3 directly they just right in there now you take t4 t4 is the storage hormone and it's supposed to convert to the active hormone i guarantee you that if we got the right test for you it's not converting i guarantee you that it could also be converting into something else it shouldn't be Either way, back to the story, the bodybuilders will jam themselves with this thyroid hormone for like six weeks. They have to offset it though. They have to offset it because the more T3 they take, they're making themselves hyperthyroid to burn the fat. But now it's muscle catabolization can happen. So they got to inject stuff and it's a whole game. No one should ever play, but they play this game. So that's just to show you what a potent fat burner it is, is that the bodybuilders that are going in to do those competitions fuck with themselves like that with thyroid hormone replacement. So this is just a snapshot of some of the things that happen, right? The the mismatches, the doctor doesn't know any better than what they learned. You don't know any better. You can't guide them. So you're still depressed because you're really not on the right combination of thyroid hormones and levels. And so they give you Prozac. It doesn't work for three months. You know, they give you some testosterone and it's not really working either. Um, so that's what happens too. When you're hypothyroid, then you are lacking in whatever sex hormones for your gender that you need. And and now the doctor's like, oh, well, you have a hormonal problem. Do you? Check the thyroid. Uh, I've got bipolar. Do you? Check the thyroid. Psychiatric issues, uh, physical issues, pain issues. It's also Hashimoto's. You know, listen, I don't know if you've been tested Hashimoto's, but if you have celiac, it's autoimmunity, you could have Hashimoto's. Um, and if you do, then there are certain things that you can do to help it. And the standard endocrinologists don't understand those things. What are they? Well, some of them are dietary uh, changes. Some of them are things like low-dose naltrexone, extremely helpful. And many studies done on helping people with fibromyalgia and Hashimoto's and bringing down antibodies. So low-dose naltrexone, but that's a compounding pharmacy thing. That's something that only really functional, integrative physicians, people that really go above and beyond know about. Your standard dodo down the street doctor with your insurance (laughs) company doesn't They've got 10 minutes with you. They don't know. So you have to become an expert. And it's only when you become your own expert 
to some degree, and the thing that you have that ails you is the perseverance that it takes to pay to fix it. When you were talking then, the three things I wrote down was digestion. And digestion, I couldn't remember when I didn't feel myself digesting food properly, but there came a time when I went, I don't feel like I'm digesting anything properly. And then also joint pain. I've had joint pain, which when they tell me I had fibromyalgia, I just put it down to that. But my ankles and my hands, when I sleep at night, I'm continuously moving my hands because if they're more than, I don't know, half an hour in one position, they start to really hurt. So, and that's just having them flat on the bed, you know, Um, and also adrenal fatigue. I'm constantly being told, well, when I've had tests, they've gone, oh, your adrenal glands are just, there's there's nothing in them. You're just really burnt out. And I'm like, how? Well, let me, let me, and you know, it's interesting. So T3, the biologically active hormone, your adrenals need T3 to produce cortisol. Yeah. When you have adrenal fatigue, it's when you completely run out and you're tapped out of cortisol. You don't have enough cortisol to like get you up in the morning, get you going. So what does adrenal fatigue look like? It's sensitivity to light, sound, smells, being overwhelmed by multitasking, taking forever to really get your shit together in the morning, get out of bed, get going, um, tired. Sometimes it's exhaustion all day. And sometimes it's a little bit of a kick and a resurgence at night. Uh, so people who are like exhausted all day, but then they kind of have insomnia. Again, that's like the wonky cortisol. So when you are not being treated correctly on thyroid hormone replacement, which is my suspicion for you, like we talked about, then you don't have enough and it's not support your, you don't have enough T3 to support your adrenals to produce what it needs to get you through the day. And the way this happens is as you become hypothyroid, so you could be hypothyroid by not being on enough or the right combination of thyroid hormones. And then what happens? Well, it's like your body's like, we need energy. So in order to get you up, they're like, damn, Daniel, you know, we're not getting any energy from your thyroid. So it's pumping out cortisol to like give you energy. Mm-hmm. And then it gets exhausted and goes, I'm tired of this, just like type 2 diabetes. You keep uh, knocking the door on the pancreas to release insulin because you keep eating carbs. And every time you eat a carb, the insulin is going to be released. Eventually, the pancreas says, F you, I'm done. I'm tapped out. I've seen enough. Thank you very much. And now you have type 2 diabetes or you're insulin resistant. What cures that? Eliminating carbohydrates. I mean, literally making yourself insulin sensitive again by completely not tapping into that. So hopefully those analogies make sense. And Definitely. I mean, look, you were just saying about the T3 and I can't remember all of them that you said because I just locked into insomnia. But what I've found since I've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia is I'll have, say, six weeks where I sleep okay. And then I have... 10 days where I just can't sleep and I need to take melatonin to sleep. And then I wake up groggy because the melatonin seems to be still in my system. It feels like I'm a bit drunk and I haven't had a drink in about 30 years. Well, here's the going. What's your dosage of melatonin? Because a lot of doctors will stay to start with five or 10 or more. And that's too much. That can make you feel like you were hit by a brick. I personally take one milligram if I need to. I take half of a three milligram. So one and a half. And that. Okay. That's not bad. If it still does it for you then you might even want to try a child's version, which is like 300 micrograms. I think there's a low, low dose like that out there because I have a friend who's ultra sensitive, even though they're in their fifties. And they say that doing like half of a one, or there's a child melatonin for 300 micrograms or something really low dose. And so that could work. Um, But listen, sleep is also affected by this. So even though T3 is technically an energy hormone, it's not like a cocaine coffee thing, okay? It's it's just (laughs) mitochondrial energy, right? Metabolism. So when you're hypothyroidism, then you're not really digesting because when you have hypothyroidism, and again, you can be hypothyroid on thyroid hormone replacement, which I suspect you are. So it's slow, it's sluggish, which means you're not producing enough hydrochloric acid when you're chewing food. That way your gut is not breaking down nutrients. You become deficient in iron and 
vitamin D, even though you're in the sun and even though you're eating meat and B12 and all of these things. And then the constipation happens and you have issues with like elimination and that's usually a symptom. So there's more than 30 to 40 symptoms. I had 30 of the 40 that I list in my book and it's also listed on, um, uh, go to like ultimatethyroidcourse.com and it's listed, you know, all up on that page. And let's see, some of them, aside from the obvious, like feeling cold all the time, it would be constipation and issues with bowels and digestion. It could even be like candida. Every time you eat, you're bloated and, and, and having gas, even though you ate something like so clean and simple, it, it, gut health gets off because of that. But you can't fix that through probiotics and all these means if you haven't fixed the master, which is the gland in your neck. For men, it's below your Adam's apple. That is the master. That has to be correct. Everything that happens in life, you got to go, if something's wrong with me, check the thyroid. Something wrong with me, check the thyroid. I think I'm depressed, check the thyroid. I can't lose weight, check the thyroid. I'm having some sort of skin issues, check the thyroid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, really, because it is at the base. And then that way, if you never fix it, the cascade of things that happen, you end up getting treated by these different medications and these things, you never solve the root of it. So I've been misdiagnosed. I mean, my story is just so tragic. I lost like seven years. I mean, people have lost more, but I lost seven years of my 30s to this. And I had to solve two bouts of hypothyroidism by myself without a doctor. Now, I love it. My test is my testimony. I became a best-selling author. Oh, that's wonderful. It's great. I'm so glad I get to help people. I never intended to be here, right? But I can tell you that it is not hard to learn, particularly in the way that I teach it. And that's why I offer a 30-hour course with four hours with a doctor, experts, paleo experts, how to eat. It has, it's, my course has two hours on just digestion alone uh, with a doctor, an hour on detox. I mean, it is so in-depth because I want to empower everyone with everything that I learned to fix myself and hundreds of people all over the world. I also, again, have that free thyroid masterclass. You might learn just enough in there to get on the right path. But if you really need to dive deep, my thyroid course is extremely affordable. And that's where it's like, you really want to know this stuff so that you know what to do so you always feel good, then 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 that's how you learn it. It's an awakening today. You know, you just said about vitamin D and every time I have a blood test, they tell me my vitamin D is at critical level and yet I'm in the sun and I take a vitamin D supplement. So I never know why it's so low because how can it be low when I'm doing a supplement and I'm out in the sun for two or three hours a day? You know, and in Australia here, we're told don't be in the sun too long or wear loads of sunscreen. But I mean, I don't wear the sunscreen because I want to actually get the vitamin D in my body. Um, and I'm not out in the 40, uh, I don't know how how hot it is there for you, 40 degrees here Celsius. Um, yeah, it's really yeah. hot. So I'd, I only go out when it's like 25, when it's a nice sunny day. Um, but then I go and get blood tests and say, they say, oh, your vitamin D is critical. And I'm like, well, how can it be? You know, so it's all linking in. Yeah, it's, 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 it, look, here's the thing. So I've been, you know, it's all over the world. I don't care if I'm talking to someone who's in Dubai, Brazil, Australia, because I have lots of clients in Australia. So what we often see with people in Australia is very high vitamin D because your ozone layer, because it's situated. No, really. I mean, honestly, yeah. oftentimes we see people with ridiculously high level. Like, I'm like, well, how is it 400? Your level's 400. And then I'm like, oh, they, they're in Australia. That's interesting. Um, but, it, with hypothyroidism, when you're severely hypothyroid, you just kind of can't even hold on to some of this stuff. You also just could be maybe not taking the right form or like maybe the right delivery of it. Some people do like sublingual D, you know, some people don't do D and K2 or they don't take enough. Um, but honestly, it's also iron too. People are meat eaters or men who don't menstruate and they're very uh, shocked as to having like low iron storage levels. That's all a part of your thyroid hormone replacement working properly. But for the most part, um, 
You're on a thyroid hormone replacement that can work for a lot of people, but often fails people, which is a T4 only approach, meaning they're only taking one of the thyroid hormones that's not even the active one, and they're giving it to you, hoping that it just converts and does its job. And I don't know how detailed you want me to get into this topic, or if if you want to ask me specific questions, I can go anywhere from here. Uh, look, uh, I don't know. I mean, you've just blown me away completely with everything to do with the thyroid because the thyroid, uh, yeah, ever since I've been tested and I started taking the medication, I've never felt great. Um, I've pushed myself to make myself feel great. And I think I, I do it with my mind. Like, you know, I think, well, I I was told when I was uh, 40 that, you know, with the fibromyalgia, you're either going to spend the rest of your life in bed or you'll probably end up in a wheelchair in your 50s. And I was like, that's not going to happen. So I push, I always push myself. Um, and the specialist I see for the chronic fatigue system, I don't know how you'll keep going and you, you did your degree and you did a diploma and you did this and you did that and you're working and podcasting. How do you keep going? And I said, it's sheer determination. I can't stop because if I do stop, whenever I have a holiday, the first week is pretty much written off because I'm exhausted. I get sick. And then I start to get better again. And it's it's obviously like you're saying, the thyroid. I've always thought, you know, I think I was actually diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And um, uh, I, I feel and like... That, by the way, that could be the joint pain stuff too. So, because Hashimoto's, um, along with it goes a lot of people were like, oh, I have like joints or weird nerve pain. I had that too. Yeah. And you, you don't have to have Hashimoto's to have that. You can have it with hyper or hypo, but most people have hypo underactive. So that's really the focus of most discussions. But yeah, yeah you'll have like weird nerve pain or weird things and muscle aches or not inability to recover from exercise, being really exhausted, which is again, like someone would just diagnose you with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia without... But if you're untreated and you're hypothyroid, then every symptom of hypothyroid is basically what fibromyalgia. I mean, that's kind of what that <laughs> they're like hand in hand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so I had all of that stuff too. I would have all these weird pains. Um, you can get tendonitis and some other issues that normally might not have popped up. So, uh, but here's the truth: the, the the truth is is that it's completely fixed. Like that's what I need to know. This is not some elusive thing. So it's really hard to wrap people's mind around it, particularly someone like you who might have a story of like, well, I keep going. I've been I've been struggling with hypothyroidism for ten years. When people go, I've been struggling with it for this long, my mind immediately goes, you didn't have to. And the only reason you are is you got a dumb, dumb, uninformed doctor who doesn't know what they're talking about, and or you're uninformed and you don't know how to help them help you, period. That's it. I need everyone to hear that so that you understand that this is completely fixable. By the way, when you get on the right train and you're with the right person, whether it's like through my type of coaching and courses and stuff, getting with the right doctor, educating yourself and being able to empower yourself, it's a quick thing. Because if it is a matter of tweaking thyroid hormone replacement, that's quick. That's quick. Sometimes you don't even need to take thyroid hormone replacement. Sometimes it's just eliminating some foods and fixing and optimizing some nutrients. Sometimes people just need some iron or B12 or, you know, I mean, really, uh, sometimes there's simple fixes and they may be kind of a little hypothyroid, but they can fix it in eight, 12 weeks because they eliminated gluten and they had Hashimoto's. And, you know, so... Um, there are there are a million ways to fix this. What would be more complicated would be someone who's got Lyme disease, EBV, they're going through menopause, they have hypothyroidism. Okay, okay, yeah, 
that could take a little longer. Maybe that is six months to a year or a little bit if you've got someone who's got a 500 things happening at once, okay? And you've got to do multiple treatments. But for the most part, when we're talking about just optimizing your thyroid hormone replacement and making sure your levels are good, man, we're talking three, six months max. Like it can be quick if you do it in a timely manner and you know but what you you're just doing. said before really about- quick. You know, if you've got the, the, you know, menopause and all those different things, and that's six to 12 months, that's still a really short time. Compared that's so to short. What people I have suffered for through. seven years. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it, that's the thing. It's like, oh, six months to a year. It's either three months. Like I've, I've fixed people in like two, three months. It was just a, you know, they caught it quickly, got on the right dosage of medication. You, you test every three weeks, then the blood come test back in a week. And now you're in a month, you change a dose, boom, do it again, test three weeks later. So you climb up that ladder and you do it quickly. Then you can get someone optimized on thyroid hormone replacement really quickly. And then all of the symptoms sort of just go, you know, then suddenly the person's like, I've had, I, the funny thing is I've had so many clients over the years who, you know, they'll be checking in with me and they'll be like, we're looking at labs. And I'm like, wow, I mean, this, this looks great. How are you feeling? Like, great. My brain's back. This, this And then they go, oh, and I lost like 15 pounds and didn't even try. And I'm like, open with that. Like, yeah. you know, and that's what happened to me too. You, I got on thyroid hormone replacement and I was finally on the right dose and was doing the right things. And then suddenly before I knew it after a month, I was like 10, I, 10 pounds dropped. I didn't even try. I wasn't even exercising, you know, so a lot of it's inflammation and a lot of it is again, just, and here's the thing, if you're hypothyroid and you could be hypothyroid and not be on medication and you could be hypothyroid like you and not be on the right dosage of medication and still kind of be suffering either way, you don't have the metabolism. So it really doesn't matter if you eat one grape a day, you still might gain some weight. You, you, so what you find out is when you get on the right doses of medication, you're able to eat more. You're able to eat more and metabolize more. So what's so interesting is that people are like, not only is my appetite curved. So when you have no thyroid hormone, whether it's because you're not treated right, or you just need to get treated, it, your adrenals are failing. They're, they're like, help, let me send out cortisol. He has no thyroid hormone. So we need to give this guy energy. And because your body needs energy, you're craving carbs. So now you're craving bad things and you have this eating disorder type of thing. It happens to everybody. You feel like you're over years, you go crazy because you. it's because your body's craving energy that you don't have because you don't have enough thyroid hormone. So now you think, oh my God, I have fucked up in my mind. I No wonder this. I've got an eating disorder now. I've got to go to Overdigital Anonymous. I, I can't stop thinking about sugar and food. And oh, I played that game. So that it, it kind of begets disordered eating because of the, the, the biology. It's not you. It's not me. It's what's happening with your blood glucose and your cortisol. So then you're thrown into this. And then when you finally get on the right dosage of thyroid medication, this comes from everybody who's, who's had this happen to them. They're like, wow, my appetite is curbed. Like I complete feel like don't think about food anymore. And not only that, but like I can eat more than I did, you know, or my minimal workout means so much more than this workout I used to do. So you could be hypothyroid and work out two hours a day and you'll still get fatter. Yeah. And look, recently I went to the doctors and I said, look, I don't know why I'm still putting on weight. I've cut everything out that's bad for me. I'm eating like I'm eating a couple of boiled eggs for breakfast. I'm eating uh, some vegetables and some tuna for lunch. I, it's, I've cut it right back and I'm still putting on weight. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Let's do your it's blood hypothyroidism. That was a little bit high, but not not high enough. And now I'm thinking about it on my blood test. When I get them back, it's only T3 and T4 they're testing. I don't think, no, I think they only tested probably TSH and T4, but go check. I would like to, yeah. Cause I would like to see if they tested free T3 and I doubt they did or anything with T3 in it. And I doubt they did. And so we would need to know. So if you're not, if your T3, 
your free T3 levels always correspond with how you're feeling and usually your metabolism. Well, you're just explaining stuff then. If I didn't know you were a thyroid specialist, I would think that you're a psychic because you've basically just told me about my whole life. <laughs> well, you know what though? It's, our, it's all of us though, really, because I know people listening right now are like, wait, that's me too. It's all the same. It yeah. doesn't matter who it is. I've talked to everyone all over the world, male, female. It's all the same symptoms. We all go through the same thing. And that's and here's the thing: the best-selling thyroid books have been written by patients. I understand this. I get. I get what happens in the brain. Look, let me tell you something. I was so obsessed and disordered with eating because of the hypothyroidism at the time, and I didn't know. Again, I thought I was something was wrong with me. You know, I mean, I knew I had hypothyroidism, but I didn't know it was linked to this. And the only way I can describe it is like this: it's like. If someone suggests that you need to eat less or something like that, like when you have disordered eating and you're craving stuff like that, you can't even imagine wanting less than that. You want to eat more. I I, I liken it to when I used to be a cigarette smoker. And even though I know logically it was killing me, I needed to quit and I, I did eventually. But during this time, it's like, it's kind of the sick thing where you're like, I don't want to quit because I don't know. I don't want to even know what it's like not to want a cigarette. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't want to know what it's like to not want to like, I I love donuts. I don't want to know what it's like to not want to go and binge on donuts. Like it's a weird fucked up thing that happens in your brain with an addiction that is not your fault that you got. Now it it was my fault. I picked up a cigarette when I was in eighth grade and okay, right. Like that, I got addicted, but you can't control this stuff. So if you are hypothyroid or your thyroid stuff's not being mismanaged and you're having some like eating disorder thoughts and things that are happening with cravings and like uncontrollable thoughts about food. It's, it's not you inherently. It's like what's happening with you biologically. And once it's fixed, I'm telling you that is the biggest freedom ever in the world that I don't think that way anymore. And and I used to be like, is everybody thinking this way? Is everybody opening up the fridge 500 times between ledges? Everyone always making deals with themselves and thoughts about food. Or if I get the right spot in the parking lot, then I can have the donuts. Oh my God always on my mind. I barely ever think about food now. And there's no like, oh my God, I'm starving. I'm dying. It's just like, I start to get hungry and I eat a lot of food and I enjoy food. So you're able to eat more. Once you have the metabolism to burn stuff, you'll have more energy, but you also literally are able to eat more and you're satiated and you don't think about food because you have metabolism now and energy. So therefore your adrenals aren't like cortisol everywhere and your body's not like craving sugar, go for the sugar, help, energy, energy, energy. We need energy, get get a moment, get a moving, crave sugar, anything, anything. Your body's not screaming out for that anymore once you're, you're good. So hypothyroidism is always re- usually related to weight. There are very few cases where people don't gain any weight or they yeah. lose weight. That's very rare. For the most part, people gain weight when they're hypothyroid. So um in my book, The Paleo Thyroid Solution, is not just, oh, go paleo and you'll lose the weight that you gain during hypo. That's part of it. But it's like, clean out these things, do this first, see if you can turn around naturally. Optimize these things. If you can't, here's how you go about dosing because you're going to end up with a dumb endocrinologist, just like you did, just like most people listening to thyroid hormone are. And so go back to your test. Did your doctor test all the things that I said? And if not, then you should ask yourself, why the hell did someone with not a medical degree who has a philosophy degree on a podcast know more than my endocrinologist? (laughs) It's like, well, I shouldn't. I don't want to. I wish I didn't because, you know, they have, they're, they're hurting people by prescribing them the wrong uh, medication, which I, I I highly, I'm glad. I mean, I look on this podcast just now live discovering this, like you, you, I'm glad you found me because you are now one of the millions of people that are just mistreated. You're a classic case of 
someone who just, you know, you, you trusted the docs that are supposed to be specialists and you took the pill and you think they know what levels they're looking at and not to rip on you, but you can see now you didn't, you didn't say, what are these things they're looking at? What is this free T4 here? What, what is this? Yeah. I need, because we want them to help us and they should, but they don't know. They don't. And so I learned it the hard way. Please don't suffer anymore if you're out there listening by continually going to uninformed doctors. Educate yourself like I did. I'm, I'm offering you all the tools to do it. And look, you're so right because, you know, talking to doctors, the, the chronic fatigue specialist was the best doctor I saw. Everybody else was just like, okay, just do this, just do that. This is okay. Increase this. And when I, before I got uh, the thyroid disease, uh, I was 87 kilos, which was okay. I looked good. I'm, I'm six foot. And then gradually it creep, creeped up to 104. And that's when I went to the GP and said, look, something's wrong. He's like, oh, you're eating a wrong diet. Oh, you're not exercising enough. I said, I walk every day. I eat properly. Oh, okay, we'll test you. Oh, you've got a thyroid issue. Okay, this will fix it. And it never fixed it. And I went up to 120 kilos at my highest and I was still eating pretty good food. Yeah, there was snack food here and there. But for me, because I have celiac disease, I don't go to takeaway places. I don't eat McDonald's. I don't eat Hungry Jacks. And people would say to me, oh, you don't eat any junk food. Why are you putting on so much weight? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I'm doing everything I can tell I you why do. right now. I yeah. know. And you can send me your results and I would look at them and go, well, here's why. I mean, and, and here's the, look, this is what's so frustrating is that you're made to feel like you're crazy because they go, well, it's not your thyroid. Yeah. So it must be this, or you need to work. I had a doctor hit my gym shoes and say, just use these more and eat less. And I said, mofo, I am working out two hours a day. I am eating 800 calories. My hair's falling out. I got acne. I'm a disaster. I'm gaining weight. I'm bloated. Like, what are you, you know what I mean? But what you have is so, so that's extreme hypothyroidism, right? Like all the symptoms down, you are now on thyroid hormone replacement. So it's like, it's like, still hypothyroidism, but not horrible, but still there, yeah. right? It's like you have enough to like go through life a little bit. You're not completely tanked out because they are giving you some T4. It's likely not be con being converted correctly. It could be converted incorrectly. It could be not, you might not be getting any T3 at all. We don't even know. And that's the only thing that matters. Um, now for a full discussion of like this whole thyroid feedback loop and how it works, T4, T3, reverse T3. And I know you're going, oh God, L, sound and scientific here. It really isn't. It's theoretical. It's really easy to grasp. Just go to freethyroidmasterclass.com. Watch that video. It's me just doing like the A to Z tutorial on this because I know we're jumping around and people might be confused. Some people are more knowledgeable than others. But to, to, to go A to Z for me to really just tell you what's up, go to freethyroidmasterclass.com. So um, you are one of millions of people who still are hypothyroid and are subpar. They're on thyroid hormone replacement, but it's not the right dosage or and or combination. And it's they're not taking the right labs to assess whether or not what they're giving you is doing what it should be doing. The only time I ever felt good after I was diagnosed with those four illnesses was I was seeing a doctor in the United States who put me on uh, some amino acid therapy. And that once I was on that, I felt like I didn't have anything wrong with me. But as time went on again, it started to wane. And that's the, the thing, you know, and you're so right. Well, with that's doctors. what happens too. someone will do something for a little while. Like, for example, I had a 25 year old came to me and they, they had a thyroid problem. Well, we discovered they had a thyroid problem. But what happened was, is they, they didn't have any testosterone. The doctors tested their testosterone and they're 25. They should have a lot of testosterone yeah. uh, as, a, as a natural born male. So um, 
thyroid is responsible for the production and regulation of all your sex hormones. So I was like, okay, well, let's check your thyroid. Turns out horrible thyroid problem. Okay. So, so there's the perfect mistake. The doctor sees the symptom or the issue, low testosterone, and doesn't say to themselves, gee, that's weird. I got a 25-year-old male here with low testosterone. That shouldn't happen. That's not normal. What's going on here? If if you if you're any knowledgeable doctor like the one on my book, Dr. Forsman, you would go, well, check the thyroid. Let's see what's going on with the thyroid because the thyroid is in control of producing and regulating testosterone. Well, what happens here? Okay, so that was mismatched. So the thyroid symptoms don't go away. The testosterone, you felt a little bit okay for a while. It's just like the Prozac. If you don't change the thyroid thing, you give the it'll maybe work for a few months or yeah. the or you go keto and you go, oh, that worked for six weeks. I felt great. And now I'm getting fat again. And now I don't feel great. It's like, yeah, because you still never got to the root of the problem. So we fixed his thyroid problem. And he went off testosterone and then his normal testosterone comes back. This is what wow. happens all the time. Yeah. So if you're a woman and you're like 35 and you're bleeding or you've got cysts or you think you have endometriosis or blah, blah, and you're freaked out and the doctor, they're not testing this right they're not, you have to get the thyroid evaluated correctly. Also, who wants to go through unnecessary miscarriages and infertility? Uh, if you're thinking about getting pregnant, if you can plan it, you have to rule this out properly. You know, I know so many people have miscarriages who've had hysterectomies that they didn't need to have, surgeries they never need to have. They could have had kids, but the doctor was like, well, well, the female problem stemmed from the untreated or mistreated Hashimoto's or the hypothyroidism. I mean, you know, it's always a story like that. And then they're looking back and they're like, you took my fucking uterus. I could have had kids, but you were a dumbass doctor. How do you wow. think that feels when you're that woman? You're curled up in a ball, crying in a couch all day. That's what yeah. that is. That yeah. That's the stories I hear, yeah. you know, because you trusted these doctors. So I'm telling you, you got to stop doing that. If you've got any kind of disease of any kind of sort, you got to research it. You keep persevering and you'll find out. Look, you're persevering, you're researching, you find me, you'll get helped. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's how it should yeah, be. Exactly. So Look, just keep keep pushing people, keep persevering. And again, I offer a lot of free stuff and anyone can reach out, but just learn this stuff, guys. I, I, I'm a science math dum-dums, okay? Uh, but I, I can, you'll get it. You'll get it. Look, I think anyone that listens to this, you said before, you know, we sort of jumped around, but there is so much information that you've just shared, which will make anyone with a hypothyroid issue go, wow, I need to do these tests because, yeah, I took my doctor's advice, did his test that he said, and then just went on the medication and forgot about it because I went on with the other illnesses I had. But the way you've put it, everything stems from the thyroid. And, you know, I know the importance of the thyroid, but I just didn't actually understand how important it was. And so you've just clarified important. everything perfectly. It's also important for the heart. Here's another thing people need to know. So, um, okay. When you're very hypothyroid and you have almost no thyroid hormones and you're just absolutely at ground zero, you will have an extremely low resting pulse that you shouldn't have like 40, but you know, you're not an athlete, right? You know what I mean? It's like, and so you have a very low pulse. However, the heart also needs T3 and in its absence can pump faster to, it, it needs it and it's like stressing out over it. Okay. So you can have like some mismatches there. So your heart though needs T3 to work properly. So again, untreated hypothyroidism has horrible dangers. It has horrible cascade of heart disease, heart issues, all sorts of things that if you don't treat it, you're going to have issues. And this can also lead to, especially with Hashimoto's, if you don't get the antibodies controlled, antibodies really equal will be getting more autoimmune issues slash increasing your chances of cancers and other issues by like 
lots of percentage points you don't want that you don't need. And there's so many ways to naturally and through other real easy means get antibodies down. Um, and that's the goal of anyone who has an autoimmune disorder of any kind is to get those antibodies down to lower undetectable levels. And you can't, you know, uh, one of my friends is an author who cured herself of MS after 20 years uh, called Beat Autoimmune, Palmer Kippola. I know another friend who uh, reversed rheumatoid arthritis, was in a wheelchair, had multiple surgeries, was told she was never going to walk again. Terry Walls is another example of that. Seamus Mullen is a famous chef who suffered with rheumatoid arthritis for like 12 years on 12, 18 different medications. Uh, total disaster. He, if now you test his blood, rheumatoid arthritis, zero. Guess what? Doctors told him, sorry, life sentence. You have all the rheumatoid arthritis. I guess that's all you can do. It's not all you can do. Yeah. It's not. So um, I, I've, you know, I've, I've interviewed over, I don't know, 500 people or something like over all these years. I've been podcasting for eight years. I can tell you right now from personal experience and coaching people, there, there's so many chances to reverse stuff that the general medical community thinks is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But a lot of endocrinologists will also tell you that gluten has nothing to do with Hashimoto's. Look it up. There's PubMed articles on it. There's studies on this. They're just dum-dums. They don't know. It, it, the information's out there. This is not like, um, you know, hippy-dippy stuff. <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> L, uh, absolutely brilliant talking to you. Um, you've changed the way I'm going to look at uh, thyroid and I actually have a day off today and this afternoon I'm going to go to the doctors and order those tests because Please I think do. it's really important because why waste another day? Get them day? tested in the morning. By the way, always everyone, never take your thyroid hormone replacement before you take a thyroid test. Get tested in the morning about two hours after you wake up. Fasting. But you can drink black water, black coffee, tea, water, stuff like that. That's fine. Just don't take medications and then pop your thyroid medication after the blood draw. So most people who wake up between six or seven, then you'd get tested at 8.30, 9 a.m., something like that. That's what we're talking about. Don't get tested at the end of the day, 3 p.m., after eating, after exercise. Just wake up, do nothing, black coffee, water, or tea, and get tested as soon as that lab opens. So if you're a late night owl person, you wake up at 10 a.m., fine, get tested two hours after waking up, something like that. Look, that's interesting because the last time I had my thyroid uh, levels checked, the doctor said, oh, you don't need to worry about not taking your medication in the morning. Well, it's not as important if you are on T4 only. So he was somewhat correct. Right. Um, however, it's just better to do it without. And most people who are on something different than you, they're on T4, T3 combinations like myself, then you definitely don't want to take it because you will get a false uh, reading of what those levels are. So it isn't as important if you're on T4 only or level thyroxine. Um, so he's a little bit correct. It's still a better rule of thumb to not. Yeah. Well, uh, you can contact Elle at lrus.com and uh, you can find her on all social media as well. What a brilliant conversation. I hope all you people out there listening who have contacted me about having a thyroid problem, fibromyalgia, all these different things have listened to this and gone, look, I'm going to take control of what I need to do for myself because uh, it seems that we've been just leaving ourselves up to the doctors to make the decisions and we've just gone along with what they've said. And obviously there's so much more that we could be doing to have a lot better life, which we haven't been having, especially me for 12 years or so, you know. So, Al, brilliant. We're going to change it. Thank Daniel. you so much. Thank <laughs> you so much. It was a brilliant conversation. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Well, that was another episode of Life Changes You. If you liked it, please share it with your friends and share on social media and subscribe. 
Remember, you can follow us on Instagram and watch live conversations on Wednesdays and get daily updates. You can also follow the YouTube channel and watch live conversations and listen to the podcast from there. Keep sending in your emails and messages as I love reading them and interacting with you, and I'll always respond to you. So until next week, take care of yourselves and each other.